Back once again, the Kyle Style Podcast. It's been kind of a shitty week for everybody, I think, or at least weekend. Um, fucking ISIS reinforcing our fear and mistrust of Friday the 13th. And the preceding events, or the following events, rather, of uh, on Saturday in Kenya. Um close to 150 uh, university students there, um, also killed by Islamic militants. I don't know if that's ISIS specifically, but or if they're just pretenders, uh, whatever. <sighs> Muslim fundies trying to, you know, stop people from learning. And, you know, I'm trying to trying to embrace a certain amount of, uh, you know, multiculturalism, right? You... you you don't want to just be racist against the Middle Eastern people. But that's not exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about an ideology that these people have thought themselves into. And all of its precepts, which allow them to, you know, uh, carry out attacks and things. And they think that they're right. They they believe that they are correct. And that they are doing God's work. Well... They're going to, you know, in, in some sense, they're going to learn the hard way. Like that, uh, the stuff I'm reading today, right? France wants France, U.S., and Russia to, you know, form one coalition to wipe these, you know, parasites out. And they're considering it. I mean, we're considering it. And the last time there was a, uh, American-Russian coalition, uh, we kind of, wiped out the Nazis and, you know, stopped their, you know, ruthless war machine in its tracks. So if if ISIS or the, any of these militants think that they have the organization and the, the equipment and the, you know, tactics that the Nazis had, well, I think they're going to be in for a surprise. And uh, I... I Try to trying to couch this thing and try to really kind of uh, you know be realistic about it. There's a lot of saber rattling going on. There's a lot of yeah, we're gonna wipe these people out. But I think we kind of will at least with a another ruthless uh, bombing campaign. We're gonna start hitting their leadership. We're gonna start destroying their infrastructure that they do have, which is partially smuggling and piracy, is my understanding, like black market dealings. We're going to start to hit that. We're going to start to hit their, uh, you know, all their leadership, take out their equipment, all that kind of stuff, and make it harder for them to continue to, you know, make war and and uh, be a you know, force projection and all that stuff. But over the weekend, I couldn't help but couch this in a slightly different context and that is one of the real ways that even here in america we're, we're removed from the conflict specifically you know where we don't there's not isis here that we can you know hunt down or anything but part of what we need to do all americans need to do is basically be more awesome now what do i mean by that what i mean is <laughs> For example, I couldn't help but some simple little jokes and things that make me laugh at ISIS and what they think they're doing. 
Now, it's not exactly a laughing matter, right? It is is of kind of the utmost seriousness. But jihadis never made you laugh, right? Like they 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 can make you afraid. They can make you uh, scared. They can maybe make you dead. Uh, they can make you say things you don't believe in order to try to save your own life. But they they don't know how to make you laugh. And as as it's often said, you know, drama is easy. Comedy is hard, right? So I thought of just some simple little some sort of simple little jokes, although corny, kind of reframe this little conflict in you know in a way that is sort of just funny it's just silly so here's a few uh <laughs> so mostly at least in a big part i think that isis and the and these uh fundamentalists they're they're really jealous and they're jealous of they're jealous of the fact that our women have a higher reading level than they do you know like they they don't even want to allow their women to learn to read and our women you know write books and they read they have book clubs right and and they're just they're just jealous that our women are more literate and therefore you know kind of more intelligent than they are and they're just they're just kind of acting out because they're they're the dumb kid in class and they're they're trying to justify that they're dumb and that they're afraid of of books and stuff which is also funny that they would you know want to not let you read other books because i've read parts of the quran um but i've also read uh hatchet by gary paulson is a good book and there's all kinds of practical things in there about you know maybe what to do if you were lost in the woods there's nothing like that in the Quran. There's not even anything that helpful in there. It's just a bunch of, you know, stuff. And, oh, Muhammad did this and said that. And it's just kind of meh. You know, I mean, it's it's heavy reading. Maybe there's, maybe I'm not reading all of the layers to it. But it ain't Ender's Game. You know, Ender's Game's a fantastic book. It's about, you know, how to think tactically, how to how to maintain your own sense of identity in the face of, of an overwhelming enemy, right? Like, that's that's a good it's a good story. It's a good book. There's a lot of neat things in there. It was a lot more readable than uh, than the Quran, you know. It's which goes back to my other point, which is that the other joke, which is that uh, ISIS is just the worst book club ever. You know, like like there there are different book clubs for these religious books. You know, you got Jews and there's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, ISIS tracked me down. God damn. Um, there, you know, different book clubs. You got Christians and Catholics, and you know they, they like don't they disagree with each other about what the book means, and they used to get really violent about it, but they don't so much anymore. Uh, but ISIS is you know like the worst book club ever. I mean, they you you join it, and then they try to kill you if you want to leave it. You know, it's it's worse than the View basically, and you you. It's hard to take them seriously because they're so worked up and upset about it. You know, it's just, it's literary criticism. You know, we read the book, we talk about it, you know, and we try to apply maybe the lessons in it to our lives. But they just get so serious about it that it's just a, it's just a real bummer, right? It's just a real drag. Um, and then they try to get you to do stuff, you know, for them and with them. Like, oh, we got to go kill all these people over here because they disagree with our interpretation of the, of the text, 
And it's like, Jesus, man, let's just have some crackers and cheese. We'll have some wine. And then next month we'll pick a new book, right? And then we can just read that book and discuss it, you know? And maybe, maybe we could pick up, uh, you know, The Road or, uh, you know, um, you know, The Help, right? We, you know, we can we can pick a new book and we can really kind of, you know, dive into that and really kind of figure out what the moral and ethical lessons are in that book, you know? But they just are stuck on this one book. They've been stuck on it for a long time. And like I said, they don't and they don't want women to read it because they they see how these these how the women read more thoroughly and better than they do. So they like kind of jealous, you know, and they want to keep them out. <laughs> uh, I'm trying I'm trying to laugh about it because the anger the anger faded over the weekend. It spiked again when I heard about the Kenya uh, University thing and you get tired of saying these fucking animals you know you you call them fucking animals you call them savages you call them idiots you call them you know parasites and then you're and then you the anger fades and then all you can do in some sense is laugh you have to laugh about them thinking like what they think was gonna happen right oh you're gonna attack a rock concert and then kill a bunch of kids and that's gonna make us suddenly want to read your stupid book and join you you fucking idiots right and they know though they know that we aren't going to convert but they uh they so they just want to kill us like well okay you guys can have your one book over there right and you can sit there in the desert with no razors and no hot showers and probably they probably don't even have good internet you know the internet's probably terrible um cell service is probably terrible you know, constantly getting bombed by all the countries that you've pissed off. That that kind of sucks. I mean, that really would suck to have to live that way. And you get stuck there with one book, and everybody just wants to read that one book and talk about it, you know. And none of the women that you have there actually, like, love you. They're all just, like, sex slaves. So it's just all fear. So you can't really tell if, like, they actually care about you at all, you know. Or if you turn your back on them, they're going to, like, stab you with a, a sharp rock or something. You know, because they've just, you know, like they've been raped one too many times and they lose their mind and they try to kill you. You know, these are these are ISIS problems, you know, it's just it's ISIS world problems. It's the problems of being in the caliphate, you know, and maybe they'll figure it out eventually when they start turning on each other. And, you know, realizing that there's a reason that the Western world has arrived at its order and structure and that, uh, the pursuit of truth and uh, righteousness is actually what is a, is actually a, a noble and relatively achievable goal, as opposed to trying to satisfy whatever end times nonsense they think needs to happen in order to uh, you know bring on the end of the world. Uh, it'll be the end of their world, maybe, but. Uh, and we, well, and we we suffered another defeat over the weekend. Uh, another surprise, right? Was Ronda Rousey's first defeat in the UFC, and and she kind of she kind of did get kicked in the face and put down, and and that's that's sad. We, everybody loved Ronda, and I, I believe she can come back and she'll she'll have more victories and everything. But that led me to another joke, though, which is she might not be undefeated, but uh, I, let's see let's see Isis's best guy. In the ring with 
Ronda Rousey, arguably our best female fighter. And uh, and then they can they can go three rounds. We'll televise it, you know. And when when one of their malnourished, you know, ignorant savages gets beat by our our cute female fighter who beats ass, then that's just another mark of shame for them. I know this will never happen, but it'd be it would be it would be fun to like arrange it, you know. And in this corner, hailing from the Islamic Caliphate, Ahmed Mahmoud. He's fought in, you know, underground cage matches across the Middle East and doesn't have a trainer and doesn't have his uh doesn't have his <laughs> he never had his shots either. He's <laughs> he's he might have rubella. We don't know. <laughs> He's only read one book and doesn't know how to write. And in this corner, Ronda Rousey, you know, you know her. And and we just watch it go down. That would be kind of fun. Uh Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm all out of maybe I'm all out of uh a little humor for you there. Isis is the worst book club ever. Um they're jealous that we all know how to read and they don't. They, and, and again, what we need to do, what we can do here in the West is keep being awesome. Just like those students in Kenya. You're going to school, you're trying to better yourself, you're trying to learn, you're trying to reach towards that which can be, call it proven to be true, right? You want to absorb the current body of knowledge that civilization has built up and then hopefully do your own work and contribute back to it and thus help advance culture society civilization your city your state your nation your neighborhood and yourself all forward towards something better as opposed to just destroying things and kind of just being a giant asshole so again, ISIS never made you laugh. Uh, they don't know how to read. They only know how to read one one book, maybe two, if you count the like the the the, uh, the hadiths and whatnot. Yeah, it's also a little, you know, it's a little dull. It's all from Muhammad's perspective. It's just, it's kind of lame. Uh, <laughs> and and they're sure as hell not making any good movies. You know, they're, they're not making any good music. They're not making any good movies. It just they don't they don't make anything to entertain us. They they're just all they do is upset us. And meanwhile, we're just going to keep making awesome music. We've got Taylor Swift making great pop songs. We've got we still got Metallica's probably kicking around somewhere. We've got all of this good stuff. We've got great movies. Uh we got Blade Runner 2 coming out. Uh we're going to have new Star Wars this year. You know, they, they never made anything like Star Wars, these, you know, backwards idiots. They don't even, they can't make a computer, you know? There's not like a, there's not like an ISIS Steve Jobs who's like, you know, designing rockets and planning a mission to Mars. No, we, we've got all of that. And that includes like our, our Japanese and Korean and even, even in a sense, the Chinese, are, we're all kind of on the same side of the endeavor of, you know, exploring the nature of reality openly and freely and 
figuring out what the universe is actually made of and then from that we develop new technologies that allow us to you know like fly through the air and fly into outer space build communication networks and share pornography and pictures of cats with one another from all over the world and tweet nonsense at each other instantaneously so we share everything they sit in their bombed out fucking mud huts and you know hyperbolically uh proclaim the the downfall of the west meanwhile our you know our women learn how to shoot more guns and learn how to you know join nascar and become good drivers in nascar and are becoming fighters and they all read books and you know and they're on the internet sharing their opinions and stuff which <clears throat> although sometimes annoying it can be annoying is still better than making them wear burlap sacks and you know making them into into brood mares for your weird uh desert ideology <laughs> uh okay uh, this is another quick and dirty one and again in all seriousness like my my I, I was I was news fatigued. I was compassion fatigued after Friday night that I didn't even necessarily hear about the Kenya thing until later on. The Kenya attacks, the Paris attacks, and now we're already counterattacking. There's just a lot of stuff coming sort of quickly as a result of this stuff. U.S. bombed more stuff today. Um, we... I don't even know how to describe it. We have been faced once again with being forced, essentially, to address this issue. And it will be sped along by... It, it, has, to be said, it has to be said every time by the reasonable, intelligent, uh, forward-thinking... Islamic peoples of the world to chastise, scold, disavow, turn over, and in a sense re-educate their more extremist brothers and sisters as to what is a reasonable course of action and how to apply their Islamic values in a modern world. Because all of this violence isn't serving their cause, I can't imagine a a deity that thinks that this is good. And it just makes the moderate Muslims look worse, and it makes us not trust you. And it puts the refugees, also in Europe, also fleeing from these fucking maniacs, it puts them in a dangerous spot, because now all of the Western people are going to be looking sideways at them, which was another little joke I came up with, which is uh, moderate Muslims... Be prepared for for suspicious looks and awkward silences, and they they will be they will be experiencing this. And not that we should be as you know white Westerners who are basically above suspicion. No one's gonna look at me and think that I might be a Muslim, although I could be a Muslim, but I don't culturally follow the same you know dress and everything, so I could be a Muslim. So there's no way you could know that or not, but. You know what we're talking about. There is a racial component to it. 
these people stand out in a Western society. Um, certain articles of clothing, like head wraps and things like that, burkas. Uh, you you can see these people, and then they, you know, there was a mosque burned in Canada, like, last night. I'm not endorsing burning of mosques the same way I don't endorse the burning of a church, or a library, for that matter. These are meant to be places where people join together in, you know, camaraderie, in friendship, and in peace to, you know, explore their faith together. Not houses of hate that churn out violent, radical, you know, maniacs. Poof. Thought I was done. Kept going there. <sighs> well, I'm going to try to get this little quick, dirty one up, and uh, hopefully I'm going to have a, a couple more. I've, I've been working on a couple more podcasts that are have a little more production in them. There's samples and things. And I kind of got sidetracked by all of this horrific news that... Uh, I've kind of followed some of this stuff for, for quite some time over the last, like, ten years or so, and I, and as a follower of, I don't I hate to say a follower of, but a, a big fan of people like Christopher Hitchens and Sam Harris, they've warned us about this, and I'm sure Hitchens is rolling over in his grave knowing that uh, if he knew <laughs> that this stuff is continuing forward and that there are still apologists for uh, for Islamic violence around the world. And maybe I'll... Uh, uh, I am kind of doing this thing on the fly. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to find a good Hitchens clip. I'll drop it in here at the end so that you can understand that this isn't just me... And this isn't just like Westerners being bigoted. We're disgusted. And like all those other words I already I already told you, we're tired of saying it. We're tired of saying angry, tired of disgusted, tired of horrified, tired of tired of being resolute against these fucking monsters. And the time has come for uh, all the reasonable people of the world to recognize that they have a part in this struggle and they need to contribute to it in whatever way they can i'm kind of trying to do it by you know making art recording myself saying anything that i want and hopefully having an audience that wants to hear it but even if i don't i'm gonna keep doing it at least for myself because you can't stop me they can't stop me and i i invite them to try they can they can come find me here in america they can they can Google me. They can probably find my address. You know, I'm not going to do all their homework for them. Uh, but they can try to come get me. But if they just get me, there's still... There's 300 million other Americans that think similarly to me. At least enough to, uh, you know, know how to read and see the value in libraries. And don't want to, you know, keep women, you know, locked up as broodmares. So, <sighs> see, I'm repeating myself. All right. In the, in this, for the sake of brevity... I will now sign off and uh, hopefully uh, drop a little audio clip in here. Uh, Kyle Style Podcast, uh, iTunes, GoFundMe page, check out my blog, follow me on Twitter, and we're going to keep on rocking in the free world. Jesus.
All right, we're going to keep on rocking in the free world. Ain't nothing going to stop us. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Can we do more? Yes. Um, uh, Mr. Hitchens, um, you are likely the, the world's most charming, roguish, and uh, enlightened atheist, and I love you for that. But uh, as a Sufi Muslim, I'm very ruffled by the title of your book. Of all the titles that you likely had at your disposal, did you have to settle for the uh, literal negation of Allahu Akbar? Yes. I thought so. Thank you for that question. Thank you. Oh, it's a very good question, and I'm glad. I wanted to come well, back to it. Um, Why? Yeah. The, as I've said, I, I think that all religions are wrong in the same way, in, in that they privilege uh, faith over, over reason, but they're not all equally bad in the same way all the time. I mean, if I'd been writing in the 1930s, I would certainly have said that the Roman Catholic Church was the most dangerous religion in the world because of its open alliance with fascism and anti-Semitism, which the damage from that our culture has n never recovered from and, and never will. But at the moment, it's very clear to me that the, the most toxic form that religion takes is the Islamic form. The horrible idea of wanting to end up with Sharia, with a religion-governed state, a state of religious law, and that the best means of getting there is jihad, holy war, and that Muslims have a special right to feel aggrieved enough to demand this, I think is an absolute obscene wickedness, and I think their religion is nonsense. And the, the I, entire, I, I, in, I its entirety? An, in its entirety. The, the, the idea of God, God speaks to some illiterate merchant warlord in Arabia, and he's able to write this down perfectly, and it contains the answers to all human. Don't, don't, don't waste my time. It's bullshit. But, but you're saying the same also about that, also that God, that God speaks. The Archangel Gabriel speaks only Arabic, it seems. I this just is, want to say, in retrospect, crap. you were very civil, actually. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> this is, no, this is. Uh, is this, this the same is, characterization of all wait, religions? Well, then? actually, no, because remember, Islam makes one special claim for itself. All religions claim to be revealed truth. They all are founded by divine revelation. But Islam rather dangerously says, ours is the last and final one. There can't be any more after this. This is God's last word. Now, that's straight away a temptation to violence and intolerance. And if you note...